You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Josh Barker, and this is The Policy Corner. Today, we're going to talk about President Biden's student loan forgiveness proposal. About two weeks ago, President Biden and his Department of Education's Office of Federal Student Aid announced its plan to enact a student debt relief plan. Before we get to the plan itself, it's important to mention a few things. First, it's not a legislative proposal. So unlike the bills that we normally look at that have to pass both houses of Congress and then be signed by the president, Right now, the president is trying to unilaterally enact policy, which is pretty controversial. Just a few months ago, over the summer, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi argued that it was obvious that President Biden does not have the authority or power to forgive any student debt. People think that the president of the United States has the power for debt forgiveness. He does not. That has to be an act of Congress. The president can't do it. So that's not even a discussion. Not everybody realizes that, but the president can only postpone, delay, but not forgive. The plan is likely to face legal challenges, meaning that the courts could and probably will overturn this rule. So at a minimum, you shouldn't expect to get any immediate effect from this. That's not to say that President Biden's team doesn't have an explanation. His Department of Education's general counsel released its basis for student loan forgiveness in the law. It cited a provision of the HEROES Act, that's a post-9-11 bill, It allows the Secretary of Education, quote, to waive or modify any statutory or regulatory provision applicable to the student financial assistance as the Secretary deems necessary in connection with a war or other military operation or national emergency. Now, these provisions were used by both the Trump and Biden administrations to pause student loan payments, though, of course, there have been critics from the beginning of Trump's unilateral action. Now, the final thing to consider is that this proposal is not aimed at all student loans. The Department of Education only deals with federal student loans. So any loans from private banks, schools themselves, or other entities other than the Department of Education are private loans and are not eligible for debt reduction, modification, or forgiveness under this plan. Now that we have that background, it's time to talk about the three steps of the Biden plan. So first, it would continue the student loan repayment pause for one final time, through the end of this year, requiring payments to resume in January of 2023. Second, and most notable and controversial, it would cancel certain amounts of student loan debt. Individuals who received Pell Grants could get up to $20,000 of debt canceled. Regular non-Pell Grant student loan borrowers would get up to $10,000 of student debt canceled. Now, this cancellation wouldn't go to everybody, but it would go to most. Individuals making less than $125,000 per year or a household making under $250,000 a year would be eligible for relief. Now, finally, the third part of the Biden proposal would change some administrative features of the student loan system. Currently, borrowers are expected to pay up to 10% of their discretionary monthly income on their undergraduate loans. If they do that, after 20 years, if they still owe under $12,000, their student loan will be forgiven. The new rule would permanently lower that from 10% of discretionary income to 5%. In addition, they're raising the amount of income considered non-discretionary, thus further reducing that amount. Non-discretionary spending would be up to 225% of the federal poverty level. So that means that someone making $15 an hour would not be required to make a monthly student loan payment, even after having $20,000 of debt canceled. Instead of forgiving after 20 years, the time would now be reduced to 10 years. Finally, it would modify the calculation of interest so that as long as someone's making that monthly minimum payment as defined by 5% of their discretionary income, no interest would be added to the balance that they owe. Democrat Senator Elizabeth Warren sees this as a big win. 
I recognize that right now, hardworking families, middle-class families, working-class families have gotten some real relief. 40% of the folks who have student loans do not have a college diploma, a four-year diploma. They are actually going to get their debt canceled out. And that means they're going to be able to build stronger futures for themselves and for their children. Critics note that on average, college graduates make significantly more than those without a college education and thus should pay for college as an investment for those higher returns. Republican Senator John Thune says the president's proposal is simply unfair. Somewhere around two-thirds of millennials have no student debt, either because they didn't attend college or didn't take out any loans to attend college. The president's plan is unfair to those who avoided loans by working their way through school or choosing a lower-cost college option. And it's unfair to those who chose not to attend a traditional four-year college and instead trained in one of the many essential trades we depend on, from plumbing to air conditioning to broadband installation at a significantly lower-cost community college or technical school. University of Chicago finance professor Constantine Yanalis told CBS News that this will only further incentivize schools to continue raising costs astronomically. This plan is really a Band-Aid, and it doesn't solve the core incentive problem in American higher education. So I think it's very likely that we're going to be having the same discussions in five or ten years. That's all for now. Thanks for tuning in to Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.